good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, we are uh, here today, and we are introducing a new segment to the show we are going to add two more shows a month, but I'm only going to do it with a special guest. And our special guest, uh, if you guys don't know who this guy is, he calls himself the Mortgage Geek. And he's like the uh, mortgage version of the dude in some ways. He thinks outside the box. He does everything just a little bit differently. And this is something we're going to be doing every two weeks. The dude and a geek will bring on some guests. But what uh, the geek is absolutely excellent at is, is sticking out like a sore thumb, like literally sticking out like a sore thumb, generating a ton of attention out around his brand. If you can't even notice, look at his, uh, look at his glasses. You know, guy acts the park. He is a geek. He acts a geek and he lives it through his business every single day. But I don't think it's a better way to introduce the geek without a little bit of some. Let's go. All right, here we go. Yo. Look at me. <laughs> like, mortgage, uh, geek, mortgage geek, ladies and gentlemen. Sean, why don't you come say hello to our guest? Give everyone a little bit of a background on you, and let's get right on into this. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Thanks so much for having me on The Dude and the Geek. We're so uh, fortunate to actually have a podcast and have a really good platform. A little bit about me. Just been doing loan officer, you know, been doing the loan officer activities for 15 years, five years ago. Okay, uh, do you see that? Do you see that box? That thing was sick. Yep. Who has a, ghetto, a mic at the bottom of a computer? It's a ghetto studio. That's how we roll. <laughs> and so like, you know, five years ago, actually coming up on six years, I had the opportunity to uh, join and to take over 50% of the operations of Cornerstone and then we brought it nationwide. So I'm doing the loan officer activities, also running and operating the in the bank, growing it. So I, and then we launched out the coaching program as well. So, and then just continue to do like the branding. So I hope, Hopefully have seen a lot of people, you know, through the social media and also through like the YouTube channels, watching the videos, kind of pushing out, you know, a couple different series that I have called What the Finance. That's like the newest series, right? Series right now. So I'm really excited about that one. And then also like the geek on the street. So just trying to bring a lot of energy and a lot of different style of video to a completely dinosaur and boring market. Yeah. And you're doing an amazing job of it. I want to tell everyone how we met actually. So like I get to San Diego. This is what about... Two and a half years ago now. We've known oh, each other yeah. for almost a couple of years now. Anyways, I get to San Diego and this dude keeps retargeting me. And um, he's a mortgage geek. So I see this like, everywhere I go. His ads are just following me around the internet. Probably because I just moved and you're hitting my interests um, and or whatnot on your targeting. But I'm like, who is this guy? So I asked a couple of people. I'm like, who is this guy? And I think I just messaged you and like, hey, geek, why don't we like do something? Why don't we get on the show? I mean, we actually did a podcast about uh, it was almost two years ago. Yeah. So Sean... I'll say this because maybe you're too shy or bashful to say it. Sean does a ton of business in the San Diego market. I mean, when he says he's across the country, he's buying up, he's, he's got branches going on all over the place. Like, I don't know many people in the mortgage business that do more numbers than you do. But what the most interesting thing about it is that Sean, a couple of years ago, decided to really step outside the box 
with this whole mortgage geek thing. And in a very stuffy industry like mortgage, I would even say it's a lot more stuffy or like call it sooty than uh, even the real estate agent space is. 100%. Um, and you really are probably one of the first people I've seen that really has gone outside the box. And you came up with this whole do geek concept. So Sean is a mortgage geek, everybody. You could see it like he wear, he's wearing geeky glasses right now if you're watching us on video or on YouTube. And Sean, I want you to talk about um, why you decided to step outside the comfort level and what made you do it because so many people do this. Oh my God, I'm going to look stupid. Oh my God, I'm going to look unprofessional. Oh my God, what are they going to think of me? Oh my God, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So tell me with as much business as you're doing, walk us through that story because I think that's extremely important for everyone to hear because there's, I know there's a lot of people thinking about ideas that they're just a little too scared to launch. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, well, Blair was a big, huge part of it. So, and she's a kind of like the creative background of, of the mortgage geek. But what happened was I was, you know, doing business and doing business and everyone's saying that you need to get into more and more videos. And we create a video and we created the mortgage geek. The mortgage geek came from actually five years, even prior doing, doing radio to try to do like an ad. So we we're just like, Oh my gosh, the mortgage geek. And then, uh, you know, a lot of other podcasts that I've been on and also videos about how I just walked in, put on some glasses, you know, there were, there were Blair's glasses. We put some tape around and then we started, but here's the thing is that nobody liked the mortgage geek when I first started. It was awful. And I actually lost market share. And I've said that more and more in time and time again in the past. And it's like, it's a true statement where I lost market share, but I had a belief that I had to continue doing it. And yeah, I looked funny. Yeah. I looked, you know, my voice was crazy on the video and I had to tone it down a little bit and not be so high pitch. And there's a lot of things that I've had to work on, but it's like, I just had to continue doing it over and over and over and over. And then it's really funny because now two and a half, almost three years later, people are going like, oh my gosh, that's so great. How did you think of it? And I was like, man, for like a year, I was getting hated on. Actually, I was just yeah. on podcast and video. And the person who was interviewing me was one of the people that reached out. And I remember his comment and it was like, who is this guy? This is not good. What does this guy think he's doing? And then yeah. like a year later, I was on his show and he was like, man, I've been following you and it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, and it's fine. Like, I respect that, but that's how far outside of the box I went. And now I'm just going to continue. So, yeah. So, well, I think that's a, an important part because I, I had a similar thing when I put the cartoon on my logo when I became the Chicago real estate dude X amount of years ago. And I was a little nervous a little bit to come out and do it. Cause I think I was, I, I went out there and put a cartoon on my logo and I was like, you're going to be a cartoon guy. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm like, I, I absolutely repel attorneys and doctors and all these other people. So I'm just a dude at, at heart. And even though what I've sold in uh, Chicago, I was Chicago real estate dude. I've completely switched what I sell. I am now a real estate marketing dude. I'm still a dude, but I switched my careers literally. And it just goes to show what you have to really stick out with your branding. You just have to be whom you are at the, at the end of the day. If you're a mom, be the best freaking mom you could be. If you're a dad, be the best dad you could be. If you're an engineer, if you're a scientist, be the best realtor scientist you can be. But at the end of the day, just be you, be true. Tell me about the people who, like when you said you lost market share, because I think some people are going to want to ask a little bit further about that. Like market share, like in sense of like some realtors stopped giving you loans. Realtors and clients stopped using me. Full on, no joke. Realtors would say, hey, this is too outside of the box. I cannot have my clientele see these videos, especially like my first one where I dressed up as a woman. 
And uh, (laughs) this is enough. This is enough. Like, I'm sorry. I had a couple other people. Hey, you know, this is a little too much, a little too much. I I understand who you are. And so they actually did not understand. Like, I think that I'm one of the most well-rounded mortgage professionals in the industry. And if I didn't think that way, well, then shame on myself, right? So I'm not saying I'm better than anyone, but I think I have a lot of knowledge to back up my goofiness. And so at first, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, this is just goofy guy. He's just a goofy guy. And it's like, no, no, no. I'm bringing content and I'm educating through means of who I am, which is goofy. Does that make sense? So you can't just be goofy. Like being goofy doesn't do anything. Like actually bring a topic, educate people. It's a good point. You have to, you still have to educate. Like you still have to, like even on this show, I have to educate people. Like some people, I don't like the way you swear. And I'm like, hey, dude, I can't help it, man. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you just have to keep on, on rolling with it. I want to see, like, let's go six months in. And folks, if you haven't seen this guy's videos, go check out his YouTube channel, follow him on Instagram and whatnot, because he does, like, way off the wall shit. Like, I'm talking, like, he said it very nonchalantly. I don't know if you noticed this, but Sean goes, yeah, like, the first video I, when I dressed up, like, as a girl, like, those that are weird. Uh, he said it, like, nonchalantly, but he's a mortgage guy dressed up as a girl. I know the video you're talking about. So you have to go and watch some of his content, subscribe to his channel and watch the videos he's putting out there, but they do all have a point. Like you are educating throughout it. You're just educating in your, in your goofy way. And I want to know how much attention it's generated because when did you start to see the turn of events? Uh, I would say realistically, like I started seeing the turn of events with the consumers and actually getting a lot of traction probably over a year in. Um, I would say like six months, it started turning positive a little bit. Um, one year it was like, oh my gosh, these are really funny. And then when it started to turn into business was about like a year to a year and a half, like in that window. Now it's projecting forward. There's a lot of business being generated from the mortgage geek. Um, also the coaching program that I just launched out, it was all created from the mortgage geek. So one of the things that I've learned is you can't do everything at one time. So I've been reached out by quite a few people saying, Hey, you don't have that many followers on Instagram, right? I'm like, no, I totally, I, I just, I literally just hired my first person to just focus on Instagram now because you can't do all of this social media and then be really, really good at it. So where we needed to focus on, well, first create the brand, second, go into the Facebook, then YouTube, circle it back to Instagram. And then now we have attacked all the different angles of the social media. So that was one of the reasons why. And now my, you know, my account of my followers and everything like that is, is continuing to grow. I think I've gotten almost 2,000 you know, followers, actually true followers this year on Instagram, which is really, really good at the very beginning. So again, what I always try to give back to people is don't try to do every single platform. Focus on one platform and fucking nail it, right? And then move over to the next platform. I mean, I also learned that from Billy Jean too. So Billy Jean, if you went on to you know, Instagram and everything like that. He didn't have a huge following, but the guy had 16 million views on it on YouTube. So he actually, I had an opportunity to chat with him as well. And, and he said, Hey man, just focus on one and, and then start to go to the next one. So if yep. I can get back, that was uh, a lot of times it's overwhelming. And nowadays we have to learn how to use TikTok, um, which I think is the next big thing that's coming along the lines, but that's a whole nother conversation. Maybe we should do that on a show. Cause I'm still trying to figure it out. I have three followers on TikTok right now and I'm really proud of that. So Dude, I've been seeing TikTok everywhere going like, and I'm going, what is this TikTok? So every single time I see it, I look at my watch going, TikTok, is this supposed to be like a code name for something? So yep, I don't know it yet. So. It's another one. Yeah. So 
the whole attention though is I brought in a lot of the national opportunities. Like you mentioned the coaching side of things. And I think the major difference is because you were so outside the box, that's how you stick out. So it's like, you know, why do you think the loan officer space is so stuffy compared to like the realtor space? Let's got to admit agents are starting to get a little crazy. Like they're getting out there. They're doing crazy stuff. Good. And you're seeing it happen in the, in the residential real estate space with the creatives out there, but not so much in the mortgage side of things. And I think half of it honestly is because a lot of people like, what are my realtor referral partners going to think of me now? Like that whole thing that you just, that you just stressed, but how much business are you generating on your own versus agent referrals? Is there, have you seen an uptick happen in the direct SOI, your own organic lead gen from consumers? So just organic lead gen from consumers I'm getting, I, I was at one point getting about one call every single week from YouTube. It's kind of died down just a little bit to maybe like one every two weeks, I would say, getting a call. We will bump that back up because there's actually a new series that's coming out too that's going to help with that. But again, it's all about where you're going to be able to focus your time. So yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. I would say that a lot of my business is coming from there. It's also helping my lead gen too. So my lead gen that I really have just been focusing on and being able to launch it this year, full effect probably in the past like 60 days, the, the name is being recognized by the consumer. So I actually had somebody fill out a long form on Facebook. No joke. Go to my landing page. I want to have more information. I personally did not have an opportunity to talk to the client within like the first two hours. This is an online lead. And they actually called me and said, Hey, we filled out your information. We haven't heard from you yet. We'd like to get going on the application. So that's huge from, you know, an online lead where you're at best like two or two and a half percent. So they actually reached out to me. So it's helping, you know, and what I say is that you just have to stay on track, constantly stay on track, but then also don't go like way off into like left field. You know what I mean? Like stay known for being a mortgage professional and you are a loan officer. That is your job, you know, but you're trying to create content. Don't just create a brand that's like so off topic that it's like, what? You have to tie it together. So I've been seeing that more and more too about people going like, well, I'm going to create a brand of me cycling. And it's like, well, hold on. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of cycling people, but you're not getting any mortgage people. So well, I get back into your business. So you said something, and this is the way that we work with all clients. We create series for them. And you mentioned that you're launching these series, series, series. Now, why are you creating content based off a of series? Because you told me to. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Well, I think that's a really good answer. Should I answer my own question? Well, I'll tell you why is that the series forces you to report your news. It's the excuse to create something like, so Sean has a series called geek on the street. It's really like man on the street type content. You just go out and what is it? Like you, you get a mortgage or a realtor and you tour like their open houses or something like that, where you yeah, like pick a, up a, a whip. yeah. And in a really nice car and you'll just run out and about it, but that's a series right? And you have to keep on going with the series. You're almost obligated to create more content for the series. Otherwise your series fails and no one wants their series to fail. We're creating a series. This show now, we are now doing this twice a month. We're going to be doing the show every two weeks. It's going to be Sean and I, and we're going to talk specifically on outside the box branding, outside the box attracting, sort of stepping outside uh, most people's comfort levels. That's a series, right? And Sean and I decided we wanted to create more content together to build a bigger audience. But if me and Sean don't have a series, we will never stay on track. We will never commit to two, to, to two a month. And I don't know why, but a lot of that is just psychological. And especially for the mortgage people, especially for the real estate agents in the, in the marketplace out there, once you create that series, it allows you to sell without selling. 
at the end of the day. It allows you to start reminding people that you're in real estate without hitting them over the head with a lockbox or for Christ's sakes, like the other couple of weeks ago for freaking sending out turn back the clock emails. Please guys, we got to start creating some value content or some type of content that generates a lot of eyeballs and not necessarily annoys people. Yeah. So I like that. So like two and a half years, two years ago, when two and a half years ago, when we, when we met, it was more about creating content because I was really, really bad at the follow-up with my referral partners. And that was a, definitely a weakness of mine. And so by pushing out the videos right now, I stayed top of mind. So I'm not just talking about mortgages, right? Every single time I call somebody, I don't, I don't talk about mortgages. It's like, I actually have a, a sequence that I go through. It's like, I talk to them about what they're doing in their family. Hey, what are the new things that are going on in San Diego or whatever market that they're in? And then I will, hey, you know, hey, there's a new program coming out. But if you're only talking about every single program that comes out every single time, the real referral partner is going to stop picking up your phone. They will because they're like, oh, God, I don't care about a new program, right? Or, yeah. hey, I'll, this is what I'm going to be doing. Don't ever like on the phone calls, I try never to say, this is what I'm going to be doing. That's another way to like start losing referral partners right away is, oh my gosh, hey, you're going to be hearing from me because what I'm going to be doing now is calling you more often. It's like, well, why don't you just call me more often? Don't tell me what you're going to be doing. Create a lunch, go out there, just have them recognize you actually in your space. And that's how you get recognized, not calling and only talking about real estate and telling people what you're going to do in the future. Don't do that. Yep. Basically just be more human. Yeah, Stop overthinking a, it. Be a fucking normal person in sales. And uh, so it's like really cool. And then like, I've always loved your podcast and everything like that. So when you asked me to be part of like the podcast, we thought that it would be a better idea, not just to have like a bunch of, you know, guests come on. Also, we want to create like a platform that people can start actually following and learning about it and then bring on guests every once in a while to kind of, deepen and thicken our podcast with information. But I think that we've learned a lot in our space and really in the branding and the videos. I mean, you're, I see your stuff everywhere. It follows me everywhere. All of your videos. And I love that you <laughs> kind of create this <laughs> box and allow the agents to kind of think outside of it. You should go into mortgages too. Cause I want more people in the space doing videos. That's enough of my rant. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it, we're fighting back against the alternatives through attention. It's really that simple. Um, like, and I don't know what market you guys are in around the country, but like I, I was seeing Phoenix, they have a big competition problem with in Atlanta too. I heard too with iBuying and um, Zillow's and all of those different entities that are buying. So how do you stick out amongst them when you're fighting, you know, they're drowning the airwaves of cost savings in general or uh, of uh, convenience and all of that. So how do you combat that? Well, you got to be the first person they talk to so that you could give them your side of the, your side of the uh, equation there. You know, they're only being pitched one way. And unfortunately, a lot of these companies have bigger pockets than the individual agents or lenders do to try to combat that. So when you're generating attention around your brand or creating media, like what we're talking about right here is just one way to sort of combat that. Like Thanksgiving is going to be coming up right in a few weeks here. And I can guarantee you guys throughout the holiday season, what's going to happen is that anyone who's thinking about moving next year is going to talk about it with their family. They're going to have that conversation while they're breaking bread because it's a major fucking life choice. People need, like if you're moving, like you're going to talk about it. It's exciting, right? It's like, dude, I'm moving. I can't wait to get my new house. And that's when the referral opportunities uh, pop up. So think about, you know, like a lot of people are going to take off in the next month or two. 
I, this is when I would go all in. This is exactly when I would go all in and I would start generating a ton of attention. This is when you up your ad spend on Facebook and because the more and more conversations, anytime there's a conversation happening, there's an opportunity for a potential referral to occur. And it's not because it's, and it's not mathematical, it's not theory, guys, it's mathematical. 10 to 15% of those people, they're moving in the next 12 months. It's yeah. fact. All of them know someone who's moving. Every single person at Christmas this time will meet one person who's moving. Would you agree with that? I think it's impossible because everyone comes across 20 people. It's one in 10, one in 15. Yeah, I know, 100%. And then also on top of that, for like the mortgage, you know, because of like how many refinances have consumed the loan officer world, the loan officers have been kind of neglecting their referral partners again because it's not like their main source of business because a refinance is like, you know, very kind of easy money, not easy money, but like it's quicker, right? If you pre-approve them and you don't know when they're going to get an escrow compared to a refinance, hey, yeah. if they like the interest rate, they're going to get paid within, you know, 15 to 45 days, however long it takes you to close the transaction. But, and so they forget to actually start calling their referral partners. So like during the fourth quarter, that's like exactly what you said. If you have not seen my videos, I promise you, you'll see them because I just completely flood the market with videos, retargeting. I call more than I normally call. I'm talking to my referral partners. I'm reaching out to my past clients. I'm doing all those types of things. And it's not done by a drip fucking email that goes out and says, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's got to be more personalized. People, people can feel it nowadays. I mean, that video email, we get such a good response on video email that, that it's just because it's different. Like if you guys want a good subject line for Thanksgiving, the subject line's thanks. You'll get like a 70% open rate. And just say thanks for your referrals. It's a very simple way to tie in uh, Thanksgiving into uh, referral generation this, this holiday. But don't overthink. I think you're exactly right. I think you just have to just be consistent with it. And you also mentioned that, uh, consistent. What happens if you go three months without creating another Mortgage Geek video? I have to start all over. Yeah. How often, are, how often are you creating content? How many videos are you doing? And what's your, do, you, do you have like a snapshot of your monthly content media plan more or less? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we definitely have like a snapshot. So like um, we, we launch out one geek of the street um, once a month, right? And then we also have what the finance series that's launched out once a week. Um, I also do like my coaching videos, which is another once a week. And then starting this week for my coaching platform and everything, I'm doing a one minute short video as well. We're going to be pushing that out. So every single week I actually have a new video that actually goes out and it's different. It's like geek on the street. It's what the finance that series is actually really funny. So check that out. And then now this also this podcast and then the mortgage network news, that's another thing that I'm going to be um, uh, getting my own show on or what, what we're in the talks of, which is pretty cool. I don't like to hide anything and say, Oh my God, something's coming up. Like, Hey, let's talk about it. So, not going to tell you. It's not a secret. I'm not a celebrity. You know what I mean? I don't have like a release date of what I'm doing. It's like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So I, I'm constantly, you know, I'm in the studio once a week at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or those Geek on the Street videos, that's a six minute video, but that takes four hours of my day because you have to go get the car, you have to film, you have to cut, you have to, there's a lot of things that kind of go into it. So take the time to do it, but then also don't get too meticulous in the editing part because you got you to gotta send out those videos. Not every video is going to knock it out of the park. Yep. And 
obviously you're looking at it. And I think one of the a challenge that a lot of people have when they look at content creation, because most of us were brought up as salespeople, I don't believe we are anymore. I mean, I know that's a debate that goes back and forth. I mean, it, you have to look at content creation as modern day prospecting because it is like, you don't know who's going to see your content any given day of the week, but we do know that 72% of people close with the first agent they meet with. So that's a mathematical fact. So think about that. If three and four people close with the first agent they meet with, what's your number one goal when you think about marketing? It's to become the first agent that they meet with. Well, you could only increase your chances of doing that, not when you're hiding in a closet and hiding behind your keyboard, but when you're out in the forefront and you're out present with every single person. That's really all it is. And here's like a big change for like what on the real estate side too, right? And even on the mortgage, but more on the real estate side because it's more of a consumer business is that people are not just using their like, family realtors anymore. Everybody gets Googled. Everybody yeah. gets Googled. So it's like, hey, why don't you use this person? Cool. Da-da-da. They look you up on social media. They look you up on Google. They look you up to see if you have a present. They want to know who you are before they call you. So like it's, hey, you know, Sally Joe and and we use realtor realtor Kate and she's been amazing. This generation is not, I'm gonna use Kate. They Google and they go the best realtor or somebody of their of their age group or, or whatever, but they Google everything. Yep. They, they're on their phone. It's technology. They Whoever leaves their home without their cell phone, if they do, they're like, where's my cell phone? It's because yeah. at every single stoplight, at every single red light, anywhere, they're like looking at pictures. They're looking up things. They're, they're glued to the actual, you know, handheld computer. And so they're not just going to go with their family friend. They might have. Here's a question I ask everybody. I said, would you hire you if you visited your website? And I want you guys to really think about that. I love that. Look in the mirror and look at the, yeah, your own website and just say, would you hire you if you've been at the site? And that's exactly why you create content. When you're creating content like this, we're, well, now what we're talking about is multi-purposing it. We're not like just saying, hey, let's create content. Let's create a video to check the box and then let it die in the newsfeed. And eventually people forget about it 20 minutes. We're saying, take that content, put it up on your YouTube channel, put it up on your website. Absolutely. And everything you have, you should keep multi-purposing because the more content you have, the bigger your brand grows. A good example of this, I tell people this all the time when they come onto my site. Like, so what do you do for realtors? And I'll give you guys a soft pitch right now um, because I guess I can. I create content for real estate agents in the form of video. Then I multi-purpose it. We edit, distribute um, all of their content to build their personal brand and generate more human connections. That's That's our mission statement but I know exactly what it is that we provide. And if I don't have, when I have someone on a demo, I I go, look, this is very simple. If me and you aren't having this conversation right now, unless I have all this content on my site, it's because of the content on my site that you don't have to really question if I know what I'm doing. It's just a matter of if you want to do it. And everyone says the same thing. I go, well, this is exactly what it is. The reason why, I mean, if you give one more example, when you guys booked your last vacation on Travelocity, Expedia, whatever the hell it was, you didn't do it without reading the reviews first. No. 99% of the people out there. So your content is your reviews. Video connects, the content on your site converts. I like what you just said on the review too. One thing that I actually started doing is I go and find the negative reviews because I want to see the negative. So do not, if you guys are getting reviews, don't just target your best clients to write you a five-star review because yeah, five-star reviews are great, right? Uh, pat on the back, okay? A negative review actually goes a very, very long way. So if just send out, like I have in my database when I have a closing, that email goes to, it does not matter if the person, you know, every once in a while someone hates me, 
and it goes to every single person and allows them to actually make a review. And if someone says like, hey, we did not have a good time, we don't feel like we were you know, connected or we did not think that, feel that we were embraced by the lending. Well, I learn a lot, but it also allows other consumers to realize that this is not just targeted only to the actual best clients because people redo that shit too. Yeah, that's a good point. It's always how he would handle the reviews too. It's yeah, like when you get a- Coming back. You get a hater online, you'll get somebody, the, you'll get a troll or someone here and there and you start creating content. It's normal, you're supposed to get them, but it's how you handle them that makes all the difference because people do re- read those remarks. It's a good point. Yeah, um, no, for sure. Well, dude, I think that um, this is our first uh, episode of the Dude and a Geek, folks. We will be doing this twice a month in addition to our four-month show already. We're increasing the number of shows we're having. And we want to bring you different perspectives. Uh, with Sean here in the uh, mortgage space, he's really doing a lot of the similar stuff that we're already doing in the real estate space. And what you'll see is that it's all the same process. It's just a different tone. It's a different story behind it. But that's the fun part about this is because everybody has their own story. The question is, do you know what the hell yours is? And are you telling it? So, uh, Sean, go ahead and uh, give our uh, listeners here a little bit more about uh, your mortgage geek, Tom, where they can go to to learn more about you if they want to get to know you a little bit more. And uh, we'll get this wrapped up. All right, cool. Well, thanks, everybody. And thanks for actually tuning in and listening as well. So go to um, mortgagegeek.com. Do not go to the mortgage geek. Go to mortgagegeek.com. The mortgage geek guy still will not send it, eat, sell me the URL, even though I am the owner of the trademark. But um, go to mortgagegeek.com. You can find me there. Go to my YouTube channel. Subscribe. I really like it. As many people uh, can subscribe to that YouTube channel. And the reason is not because I want more subscribers. Well, I do. But also, it will come up into your feed as well when I do launch out a new video. Um, a lot of education is there, so it does not get skipped over. So both of those two places are probably like the best. You can also follow me on Facebook. Um, but most of my videos and everything are now targeted through YouTube and then followed up through Facebook. So go check it out. Look forward to actually being on this uh, on this podcast. Thank you so much, the marketing dude. I can never uh, be on here without you. So it's going to be fun, man. Going to be fun. And thank you, folks, for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. You guys know where to find me. Very easy. Let me help you get on video. Not only will I help you get on video, I'll figure out what you should be doing videos on. I'll help you script. We'll edit, and then we'll help you distribute them. The only time this doesn't work, folks, is if the people we're sending your videos to don't like you. But in that case, it's not our fault. We can't help you with anything, and you're probably in the wrong career. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Don't overthink this stuff. Make it that simple. Hire a real estate marketing dude today, and we'll make your job very easy, at least with creating content and building your brand and generating referrals. Follow us on social, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and we will see you guys next week for another episode of The Real Estate Marketing Dude. Thank you, Sean, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, guys. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.